tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only laura jensen with co-host kim Z. <laughs> hi guys hi laura hi kim hi david <laughs> what is i mean what is going on where do we begin so kim d i yes. mean you have asked you you put in a request Many times in a row. And you know, I've been yes. a little busy here behind the velvet rope. It's been like, is this like Christmas morning? Because Laura, Kim has wanted you to come sit down with us. I think for, I think it's all she's asked me for. That's I think, all I asked. I think she's I never asked me for something as much in her life. No, absolutely not. Request? Except for, except for David to meet me in the city. You know, that's about it. But this was my big uh, suggestion and this was my wish and I got it. Well, I'm glad I could help you out. You're very persistent. <laughs> You're very welcome. So, um, David, do you want to start? Because I have some questions for Laura. Also, I have a little game for Laura. So you tell first, you know, I want to just open up saying, guess what? After 13 years, for the first time, there is a gag order on all the girls on New Jersey Housewives. They got a gag order. It's the first time in 13 years. Um, Melissa and Joe just announced it on Melissa's podcast. They never this never happened before. Can't imagine why. I wonder why. Wonder why. Maybe because someone's been too too many shows. I don't think that's a good sign. I mean, it happened in Miami like last season. It just look when when it gets Bravo wants you to fight over bows on a cake. When it gets really too dark, they don't want the dark stuff. I mean, I don't think this looks good for Melissa and Joe going forward. To be honest no. with you, and Carlos King just predicted what we predicted that the Gorgas will not be back next season. Now Kim believes it. I've been well, saying I it for it three months. Now. We've both been saying it. We've yes. both been saying it. 
but he put the nail in the coffin and uh, now they're just saying that there's a gag order. I believe, and so do a few of the other people think that it's because Melissa has been doing the gamut. We had been talking about that Melissa's talking to everyone. I mean, any show she can do, she's been doing. They see the writing on the wall. It's not good. It's not good. They're working overtime. They are. They they're really are. They're working overtime. This is just where I want to start. And then we'll do all your games, Kim. And we have a lot of questions. Both yeah, of us, no, I like, want David, I want you to start. I want you to start with your questions. But that, that was the breaking news. I just want to start because listen, like, you know, I'm close to this situation in the sense that like I've known you, Laura, Kim. But like, to me, it's like so many things happen off air that never make it to air. So like, to me, like I was saying to Kim, like, are you shocked that like you are part of the show this season? Because I, I am kind of. I mean, the questions for Laura. <laughs> no, no, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not on the show. As Margaret said, they didn't want me, but they've been showing me every week. Yes, they have. And I told Laura also that when they do interviews with people, if they don't make the show one year, they hold on to those interviews. They can give, listen, it could happen in a given moment. She could get a phone call from a Bravo producer that says, never know. They take those interviews and they store them and they wait for the right moment. I mean, listen, I was off and then on and off and on. So it, it happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be on and maybe they will. Maybe they won't. My life, my life will proceed. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I think you have a lot more going on than a lot of them. That's for sure. I just, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's shocking. Well, where do you want to begin, Kim? Where would you like to begin here today? Well, I, I, the reason why, one of the reasons why I wanted Laura on so badly is because I really, truly relate to her. I relate to the questions that she had been asked. Oh, are you thirsty to get on the show? Oh, are you? listen, I'm not thirsty. Laura's not thirsty. Just like anyone else, of course we would want to be on the show. Of course we want the paycheck. Of course you want to be a housewife or a friend of. It's a fun, first of all, I think it's a fun thing to do. Okay, it's exciting. And then she has to be bashed for it because, because her so-called friend of 40 years talked shit behind her back, did terrible things to her, and Laura all of a sudden decides to fight back like I fought back against Teresa. Okay, now Teresa and I, you don't know where we are right now, but... I fought back and I fought back hard because when you get ugly, I get uglier. And I had talked to Laura about this. I said, Laura, you had every right to come out and speak your truth. You had every right to go meeting with Teresa and Jen. You had every right. Who? What is this? Uh, it does is is Margaret like uh, I don't what nationality is she? Hungarian mafia that you can't go against her? You know she has every right to stick up for herself. And then when I spoke to Laura about a few things. I knew some of the things she told me, it was impossible for her to make them up. And I want her to reveal them. And I feel she has the right to do so. Well, before we get there, well, okay, we'll yeah. get there. I just, I have one question, you know, like, because you say, like, let's not regurgitate all this stuff from the past. like, But, like, what really, what is the falling out? Like, I mean, now, now I, I don't know. What was the nail like, on the what, Right, like, it's a 40-year friendship. Like, what really, I don't know if that really, out of all these questions everyone asks you over and over, I don't know if anyone really asked you what happens. Because they did. Nobody, everybody wants to believe that it was because I wanted to get on the show, but it was just a lead-up to one final nail in the coffin, as Kim says, 
we had a falling out about a party, a holiday party. It, it was not filmed. It had nothing to do with filming. I just did not like the way she treated me and disregarded me. And I spoke up and she didn't like that. And she basically put me on ice, said we need a break. And I figured, okay, this is going to blow over. But two months later, it hadn't blown, blown over. And I decided I would do whatever I wanted to do. I, I don't owe her anything anymore. I was a lawyer. It was friend. a culmination. I think it was a culmination, yeah. Laura, because you did find out she was talking behind your back yeah. and her history of what she has told you, you believed it. So it's a culmination. The same thing happened to me. When I was filming with Teresa, I was Teresa's dearest friend. I had her back. I found out that she was talking behind my back. And I'm like, wait, what? With the way I stuck up for her and did for her and whatever, I was hurt. And it takes a lot to hurt me. I'm not an emotional person. So that's how I related to you, Laura, because I, was, I wasn't I was friends with Teresa for 40, 40 years, but the girl called me 17 times a day and has admitted to that. And then you hear them talking behind your back. You're like, wait, what? You know, I was, I was upset. And then I said, you know what? Same thing happened. I gave it another chance. And I said, after that, you know what? No holds bar now. She wants to play, I'll play too. Again, it's many years later. We might be in a different place, but I had the same situation. The same, because you, you take and take and take and then you can't take anymore. Correct. And, and okay. I was done with taking it. Right. And I heard from, you know, personal friends of hers that she was talking behind my back. And, and later on, I heard from strangers that, you know, she was telling me she was putting me in for an interview in Housewives. And then I'm getting DMs from people saying, oh, you know, you think that she was your friend, but she was putting me in for an interview. So, you know, you find out things. I found out more now, later, you know, since we're not friends. But, yes. you know, it's hurtful. I, I cannot say I didn't love her. I did. We were good friends for a it is. That's why time. it's hurtful, Laura. That's and why it's hurtful. She changed. You know, things changed through the years. And when she got on the show, she started to, I guess, show who she really is. Mm-hmm. Are you, you like, where are you in the five stages of grief? Like, are you angry? Like, do you miss her at all? Like, are we way past that? Like, you know, you get sad. You've lost a friend of 40 years or is it just, or are you just not? Do no, not I mean, care? you know, of course, do I think of like the good times we had together and the time we spent together and, you know, our husbands were close. We, we went on vacations together. Of course, I think you always miss things like that. But then at a certain point, you have to move on and away from it because I've seen so many things that I say, is this the kind of person that I want to align myself with? So, you know, it's it's hard sometimes, yes. I, I miss our friendship, but it's not what it used to be. So, you know, I don't miss what it became. Right, well, it's it's a it was betrayal too, David. It's betrayal. Well, it's like a reason, a season or a lifetime, like, you know, right. Like just because two people were friends for many years, I mean, really doesn't mean that it was the long term thing, even if it was 40 years, you know, so I, I get it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
So I've kind of talked about this before a few times. You guys know I'm a huge online gamer. It's like the only thing that gets me to take my mind off work in this podcast and actually helps me to relax. What I look for in my online games, I like, for, of course, I like a challenge and I'm very competitive, but I like a little drama. This is a reality TV podcast, you guys. And I like mystery. That's why I love June's Journey. I need like a little bit of a story, kind of like Real Housewives with my online games. You play as June Parker and there's all these hidden clues and it's a mystery. And, you know, listen, she her sister was murdered. Hello. And it really challenges your observation skills. And girlfriend, June's journey is scandalous. It really helps me uncover my inner detective. I like figuring things out. So listen, if you like a challenge and you also want to take your mind off all the drama going on in the world or your own life, I'm on chapter seven and I haven't even been playing for that long. Thank you very much. See if you can catch up to me. So download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's right. Download June's Journey today for free, available on iOS and Android. And Dave, that happens with families. Look at Teresa and her brother. I mean, they can't make it work. Never mind friends that are toxic to each other, you know? I just don't understand. And we'll get into this because this is now what's coming out, you know, on the show that Margaret, you know, has something on everyone just before we move on from this, because we don't need to beat a dead horse. If you were trying to get on the show and that was maybe like what kind of started it that led up to this party, what's so wrong with that? I mean, we just went through this for 10 years with Melissa and Teresa, but so what if you wanted to be on the show? Like, why wouldn't Margaret want you on the show? So what is right? You know, I was her friend. I, I really think... She had a lot of deep-seated issues. I think she's a very jealous person. I think that at the end of the day, she knew that I looked better than her. People like me. And she did not want any competition. And I was just competition for her. As long as I stayed in my place where she wanted me, I would be fine. But she knew that she couldn't get that from me because mm -hmm. I'm dancing to the beat of my own drum. I am not dancing to her beat. So good for you. And let me ask you, Laura, what did she say to you that you should do to get on the show? Do you remember what she said to you about your hair? Tell David. Yes, yes. She told me that I should cut my hair off and dye it blonde. And <laughs> because yes, why? I, I am not taking advice from a half wig wearing lunatic. I'm just Correct. not. And, and guess what? I just, someone just sent me the picture of her husband holding her wig that's attached to I didn't know she wore a wig. I mean, that's, you know, but I, I was like, what? And he, Joe is walking around with a wig, with a hat attached to it. And I'm like, oh my God. And that's, so Laura, Laura goes, yeah, she, you know, she doesn't, she admits to it. She doesn't have a lot of hair. So the front of her head is a wig. I'm like, oh my God, just can't. So yeah. she's giving you advice on your hair. And who did she say you look too much like? Oh, she said you look too much like Teresa and Melissa. There you go. There you go. Mm. Unbelievable. I shouldn't look like a Jersey housewife. I should look you, more like her. Like her. <laughs> is is that why? I mean, I don't understand. Like, is that what it is about this short blonde hair? Like that, it would look like her. Like, I just didn't I mean, understand that. There's not a day that I could ever look like her. It's no, not who no. I look like. No, I can't. It's just funny, though, that you said that you're not going to take care advice from somebody, you know, I mean, it does, yeah. I'm not putting down anybody who wears a wig, but it's just really funny. The no, correlation I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a full wig. It's like a hair piece. Yeah, but wait. Fine. You know, whatever gets you through the day. That's exactly right. And when why, your husband carries it. Why do you well, think it's coming to do anything for her? So I know he would. I know. Why do you think it's coming out now? Like there is this thing now on the show we see, you know, like, 
there's this narrative that Margaret has something on everyone. Like, let's get into that. Like, what is that all about? Like, is that true? Like, where is all this coming from all of a sudden? Because that really is the narrative this whole season, which goes. Yeah. And that's her tagline. That's her tagline, really. She does. She she has stuff on everyone. Uh, jaw drop. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, I believe it. I mean, she does. That's what she does. Her own husband would say. Talk to your girlfriend because she stays in that bed all night on that iPad. You know, that's her investigating. Unbelievable. Really, truly unbelievable. Very sad. But someone's going to be doing some investigating on her. So I understand if you have stuff on like, well, I mean, I really don't because there are, there are housewives on franchises that show up, do the job, go home, and then take the paycheck and live a life. But if you are going to investigate, which again, I don't think every franchise does that. You know, I understand doing that on like Teresa and, you know, Jennifer Aiden, who are your, I guess, not friends. But like, why would you investigate Jackie, Melissa? And she's she's investigated Jackie, Melissa, and Dolores too. Like, aren't those supposed to be her friends? I mean, I don't know if she investigated them, but, you know, just her own things that she would say about them and repeat things, what she knows about them. You know, there there's a lot of things that she knows about people. And she has this way about her that she gets people to trust her and confide in her. And then they realize after that they shouldn't. I'm sure Melissa Gorga isn't confiding much in Margaret nowadays. No way. And once we're done with this interview and I get to play my game with Laura, I'll bet you all of them will know that they shouldn't have trust trusted uh, Margaret. And I feel, um, David... Uh, Laura, I told you this. David got a text the other night from Margaret and um, she mentioned my name. And she also said that she doesn't believe that her employees, any of her employees uh, would ever reach out to me. They would never get involved in the show and they would never reach out to me. And she said, and they all work for her. Now, I know there's a few of the girls that do not work for her. One's back in Canada. The other one, I don't know what her name was. I wasn't too privy to it. Let me go into it take me two seconds to talk about this but the girls that reached out to me created a finsta account because it seems to me like people are scared to death of her especially these girls that work for her whatever and they were telling me all these things on the picture of the text between melissa and her that she had one of the girls take over her shoulder to show um that melissa said you know we're going to keep this a secret no shit blah 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 about the making out in the back of the car so um she she's kind of like coming at me saying, you know, no, none of my employees would ever reach out to you. Well, I don't think she has a tab on all her employees. I don't think all those girls still work for her, which you and I had discussed. We haven't seen some of them. One went back to Canada. The other one, we don't know. So I'm here to say that, yes, I did not know exactly which ones reached out. Two, she has no idea what her employees would do or what they wouldn't do, especially the way she treats some of them. And three, now that she brought my name into it and kind of underlyingly threatened David, who happens to be like a brother of mine, like I said before, if she wants to get ugly, I get uglier. So there will be investigating on my part. I would, even if I knew the girl's name who reached out to me, I certainly wouldn't say it. Okay. But they did reach out to me. They did DM me and they used a Finsta account and they told me it was a Finsta account because they were afraid of her but they trusted me to get the story out. So with that said, she is diabolical. She knows her shit. She's diabolical and she holds on to things. She holds on to things. Of course. And and one of those women who worked for her was like best friends with Tom. So I'm sure that 
some things were going down. I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, I'm I'm blocked everywhere, so I don't. What see, do you mean? But... Some things. What do you mean? Some things are going down, right? Because like one of them was no. is good friends with Tom. No. Who's... How did How did she feel about that whole thing? Tom was her friend. It, believe me, if if it was told to me, it was told to other people. I, I'm not the only one who was privy to this whole Tom seeing Melissa in the back of the car. She didn't just Correct. confide in me. It, I'm yeah, sure right. these other people knew. So, right, I, which know, is, well, that's where it's like, I was saying to like Kim, like, I will always be true to, well, first of all, I'm true to this audience and I'm true to what my mind believes. Like I have no horse in the race. That's the thing about me and Kim. One week we're like, Melissa, we're this, you, you were on Melissa's side one week. One week it's Teresa. It's like, we take the situation. I know that this happens. Like, I, I know it. Like, I mean, I don't know if I wasn't sincere, but knowing Nick, having met Nick and Tom, it's literally exactly how you say. And I think for me, that was probably the beginning of the end because I didn't, you know, to me, it's like, this isn't a strike against you, Margaret. This just is what my, as a rational person that does this for a living, I know this happened. Exactly yeah. what you say, Laura, is exactly what I believe a hundred no one's making me there's no ulterior motive if I didn't no it's no. I'm I said this like I, I know Nick I know I mean I don't know him. I'm not friends with I they they're all out together every night I, I live two yeah. blocks from Fresco by Scotto I'm at Fresco by Scotto all the time so is Kim like Kim just ran into Wendy Williams there the other day yeah. it's like it, this happened they're out together at night it happened exactly how you're saying like so I don't like I can't change what I believe and know no. And also, we don't, Laura, we do not knock Margaret for telling you. You were her friend at the time. If if I saw Melissa making out with Nick and I was Melissa's friend, I would tell David because David's my good friend. But I believe like what Laura said. I don't believe Margaret just told Laura. I believe yeah. she told many people. There's a lot, I think the, all the girls knew, the assistants knew, Lindsay knew, Lexi knew. I don't know what the third girl's name is with the red hair. They all knew. Everybody knew because these girls were DMing me. They knew the whole story. Okay. So we don't blame her for telling her good friend, you, Laura. We know that she told everyone. We know that. I'm it's, sure it's, there were multiple people who knew. I'm sure her mother knew. Yes. Just like everybody knew my business because she would just repeat everything. My and God. no matter what I told her, it's the same thing. And people say, well, where's the proof? Where's the text message? We were friends for so many years. She wasn't going to text me something like no. that. We talked on the phone all the time. Right. Correct. She's, she's just telling me this. So you want me to produce a text? I'm not going to produce one because I don't have one. There is no text message saying Melissa was making out in the, the back of a car with Nick. Right. It, it's not right. going to be there. So, no. you know, it's it's my word. Tom, I'm sure is regretting that he ever opened his mouth to Margaret. He must know better now to never tell her. Anything. Well, first of all, Melissa was his client, too. So that was real pa on his part to go opening his mouth and telling anyone about it he should have protected melissa because she is his client also right but margaret would tell you that she but, was um, his client first before melissa well that's still you're still their clients it's almost like Correct. a lawyer you, don't go, you know it's 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 Correct. messed up she she took a lot of credit for you know hooking tom and melissa up and Melissa getting certain things through Tom mm. that she, oh, really? she should have had. 
Yes. This is what I don't understand. Well, this is what I don't understand is like, well, first of all, I don't understand if you're Melissa. Now this is out. So like, I understand like, you don't fire Tom at that time because you don't want this to get, I mean, what a life everyone's leading, you know, wouldn't it just be easier if you're just all leading a straight and narrow life. But like now that it's basically out a, why wouldn't you fire Tom now for even breaching this and B why, like if this was the thing that Margaret had on Melissa, if this was it, this was the dark secret that Melissa now has to bow and kiss the ring. Now that it's out, why would Melissa not say, you're done, girl. Like, don't ever speak to me again, Margaret. She can't. She can't. Because mm-hmm. doing that would be telling everyone that it actually happened. It happened. She's got to keep all these people close. Absolutely. And, you now, she never do it. Can I, can't do it. Can't Margaret's you know, running I'm, the whole operation. It's going it's to be interesting when Melissa's off the show, what happens, because Margaret's going to have no need for her. She's not going to have any need for Melissa. It's going to be very interesting to see where she goes with this. I don't really think Melissa ever had any real need for Margaret. Yeah, I agree. She needs her now because she needs her to keep this under wraps. But Correct. other than that, where, where was she? It wasn't like they were always together. No. Margaret well, they were bouncing around the city a little bit. about them behind their back, you know, right. talking about how they don't pay their bills. This was someone who was supposed to be her friend. Do you and think Mar- wait, Margaret would say that they don't that she would tell you that the that the Gorgas don't pay their bills? 100 percent What else did anything else did she say about them that you know that would that would surprise um our listeners? Um I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'd have to like really think about it. She's said so much. Okay. Um, but yes, I mean, she has said things. Um, she felt that she should have been on the girls' trip instead of Melissa. The um, okay, that okay, she felt that that she belonged there. Right, right. You no, know, there's there were a lot of things that she said. You know, there's so much. Right. There was I have. About, uh, I thought of something. I'm going to get in trouble. I thought of something. <laughs> There was something about the Shore House, Laura. What did she say when you told her, when you told Margaret oh, about I know. That, you yeah, liked, I, that you liked her Shore House? What did she say about yeah, Melissa's Shore House, which I, I happen to like it too. I was there for a 4th of July party and I was saying, you know, it was a beautiful house. They had just finished it. And Margaret said, oh, you know, it's, it's filled with a bunch of shit. She buys all her furniture online at Wayfair. See, like no. that's really crappy. She said Melissa's to... store. I said, oh, you know, I'd like to go to Envy. And she's like, oh, you don't want anything in there. It's all a bunch of shit. Oh, so... my gosh. See? <laughs> she's something. She's a piece of work. She's the I one just... who told me that Melissa was selling fake Chanel in, in her store. Wow. She told you that. Wow. All I right. mean, it was out there. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's, it's on out there. Instagram. But it's, she's it's, the one she's who told, the one told me. Yeah. How do you like that? All right, David, go ahead. You know our good friend, Sarah Frazier, who we record with here twice a week? Well, I've been really concerned with her shapewear lately, so I ordered her the Superpower short from Honey Love, and girlfriend is in love. Did you know that Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear? 
They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Now, of course, I needed feedback from Sarah now that I sent this to her. She told me she noticed that Honey Love's Superpower Short really helped her distinguish between the areas she wanted more support in and those she needed less compression in. And I don't want to share Sarah's business, but she said the garment doesn't roll down and it's bathroom friendly. And by the way, Honey Love is more than just the superpower short. They have bras, tanks, leggings, everything for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with code velvet. Use code velvet at honeylove.com. Wait, let me say it again in case you missed it. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code velvet. Use code velvet at honeylove.com. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's not nice to say about your friend that don't shop at their store. It's filled with a bunch of shit. <laughs> Speaking, when you say this, this when you say, you know, house, yeah. you just made me remember this other story, which you told me about, like, I don't even know if you know this, Kim, but like, talk to me about that story. And like, I don't know, this sounds like, this goal of this isn't just to bash Margaret. I just, but this is a shocking story about when you were younger and you and your boyfriend went to look at a house and you brought Margaret. Yeah. And so no, like, I mean, it's not to bash her. It's to, it's to show, you know, she's, she's always had it in there underlying. But when was this? Like, how old were you? Like, was this 20 oh. years ago, 30 years ago? No, I was probably like 21 years old. So like 30 and years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. And so what happened? <laughs> you know, we lived in the same town and I, I wanted her to see a house that we looked at that I loved. And it was really, truly, it was a tiny little house. It was nothing crazy, nothing extravagant. I brought her there. And the next thing I knew, her boyfriend bought the house. Unbelievable. And I just couldn't believe it that... She would like not even tell me that, and then I found out after. Wow. So like, and would you, you God, David? Did well, you, like did you, you were gonna, you wanted to maybe buy the house. You liked, you guys went there. Oh, I, I wanted the house, and I knew I was like, to say anything to her would be in in true Margaret fashion. She would say, "Well, you weren't really gonna get it anyway. You didn't really want it." That's how you know she does that with everything. And then right. if she says it enough, she believes her own bullshit. So she bought did, you. She bought the house out from under you. Basically, want the house. Okay. Did you? Did they have? A, did you have an argument with her over? It? Did you just like speak to her after that? What happened? No, no, I didn't speak to her for a long time after that. And um, you know, she was. We were talking one day, and she's like, "I don't remember. How come I wasn't at your wedding?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I think you were in Italy with your Italian boyfriend, the one who bought the house." Um, because you love. Her, bring her you know to to bring it to her she's never going to admit fault no, she's the kind no. of person if she wants something she's going to take it from you wow it's just crazy is. i mean it's yeah. all the crazy things you know she got on housewives she didn't tell me i, I a friend of mine told me that they saw like some pictures of her and she said it was like you know under wraps but we were really good friends. She bought that house, didn't tell me about it until after she closed on it. Just, 
you know, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think that's shocking. Like, imagine if you brought me to see a house, Kim, that was a small house and you wanted to buy it. And you're like, David, this is the house I love that I want to buy. And you were with your boyfriend. And I said, <laughs> oh, it's nice. I'm not sure. I'm not even paying attention. And the next day you go to buy the house and they're like, we already have an offer. And your friend David Yantep bought the house. <laughs> It's a little, I don't know. Am I the only it's one that finds strange. this strange? It's no, almost it strange, but you know, I, I gave her a pass a lot because yeah, she kind of raised herself and didn't have a ton of guidance. So she got the pass a lot. Yeah. You know, you, we do that. I mean, I've done that with friends that there's certain friends that I give a pass and you know, what's the sad thing is with the certain David knows something I went through recently with, with a group of girls, he was involved he took my side completely, had my back. And I, I, I can't give them another chance because I've given people another chance and they always prove to do worse than what they did the first time, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm the type of person that like, I'll let it go. It's like, Oh, who cares? It's, it's yesterday's news and I'll let it go. And it always comes back to smack me in the face. It's never that I let things go and things were okay. I'd always, my, you know, my original theory of walk away from this person should have stayed that way and left it, left it alone, you know? So you do give people passes. I know I do. And, uh, you know, and then it comes back, it, it smacks you in the face. It's very, very sad. It um, does. You know, I mean, I, but it, it, I, I was happy when we reconnected. Yeah. Um, I, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't. We had a, right. a lot of good times together. And yeah. I chose to just forget about that and, yeah. and let it go. But, you know, when you are devious and deceitful and you have that in there, it's always in there. And it, it's it always in coming there. out more and more ever since she got on the show. And, you know, watching her trying to ruin people, it's not, mm -hmm. I mean, I've said it before. I, I thought Housewives was all about, you know, coming on having some like girlfriend drama and fun and laughs. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. you're all still kind of good with each other, but to right. do the dark, you know, bringing out I affairs and, and going after someone full force, like, like she would do. I mean, she was, she was doing it with Siggy. She yeah. was talking to people late at night, um, ex-wives of a woman named Sean. She was yeah. in contact with, I don't know who the woman is. I think she was the ex-wife of someone. She was Michael's ex-wife who just recently passed away. That That's Siggy's husband's ex-wife, Sean. And she was trying to bring her on the show. Yeah, I know. I remember she, when this she was place. trying to get that woman to yeah. you know, give her information. And she was getting information. Yes. Which it's the digging into everyone's lives all the time. You know, always Terrible. passing judgment on people. Unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. It really is. It's very sad. And the fact that um, she put so many people down, like, let's get into this um, up with up with Adam, whatever it's called. I just did the show too. You did it. And when you were on the show, uh, she came on and she said she called all the podcasters low level. Um, and Laura just told me that the podcast, the, that part, the recording was taken down, David, uh, the uproar about her saying that people are low level was pretty disgusting. It was, she's really, a dis it, it, it takes a vile person to talk about people like that. So, but Laura assured me, tell me what you said, Laura, when I, you told me they took it down. What did you assure me? Um, 
<laughs> what did I assure you? You assured me that, that you kept the recording. I said, I knew that when that came out and, and I responded to it, I told a friend of mine, please record that podcast because it's not going to be up for long. They're going to take it down. And lo and behold, it's taken down. But good thing I have the video of it to always remember it. And you're you're a smart cookie. So what's the process? I mean, you know, we're all different. You know, if someone called me and said, take it down, I would say, you know, fuck off. But like, what are we saying? Like, you think Margaret called and said, this is backfiring on me because I refer to people as low level that listen to certain podcasts and this is blowing <laughs> up and please take it down. And this is what I'll I do mean, I don't you. know. Is it her? Is it Bravo telling her? Bravo wouldn't do it. You yeah, can't Bravo be doing podcasts. You, you, I don't know. I, I assume that she got backlash. I mean, I know the amount of DMs I was getting about the low level comment being made. It was, you know, it's it's a nasty, rude comment. So- I got a lot of DMs on it too. Bravo wouldn't, I mean, listen, I've had every headline from this podcast. I've had people come on here and say the craziest things from Bravo. They're not thrilled. I hear behind the scenes on sometimes on things they will ne- they would never call me and say no take this. To- they just it's it's they too me- it's they it's can. too yeah. messy for them. It's all like oh David you're wonderful. Really I heard behind the scenes you're not so happy with me today. But right. they they would never call and say to take it down. I could honestly no. say that I've had, had like, to be Margaret calling much him and asking to do her a favor and take that down. Had to be. It had to be. Yeah. No, I was only saying that because I was told by someone that they were told to stop doing podcasts and and talking to all these bloggers and you know getting accounts shut down there was a lot that i was hearing was going on um behind the scenes with you know people who were posting stuff and saying stuff who are fans of jennifer and teresa and they don't like it and they're stomping their feet and i was told that um they had a lot of accounts shut down. Member Kim, yeah, all that those part accounts. I know. Yes, yeah. no, I remember that. Yeah, but it wasn't Bravo who did it. I think they'll want a couple of, I think um, Margaret and someone else must might know someone um, to have them shut down. They said they could be bullying them or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, I remember when that all happened. They All those girls contacted me too and said, do you believe this is happening? This is crazy, you know? No, I mean, you know, people were messaging saying, your ex-friend is is like calling me out. Like I just have an Instagram page and she's calling me out and asking me yeah. to go live because she's saying that it's Jennifer or it's your husband. And I yeah. I mean, it's shocking. It's really desperate. It really is. It's well, desperate listen, and it's shocking. And it's also, listen, it's the typical thing of like, if you are a bully, you pick on weak people. It's that simple. Correct. Because Correct. there's nobody calling David or Kim to take anything no. down because no. that you you know that you'd be met with like a go fuck yourself and here I need 1000%. 1000% fuck off. Are you kidding me? I I listen, we we welcome it. We welcome yeah. it because we would say, listen, it's never going to happen with us. We welcome it. Just not going to happen. I don't know why it's down. I mean, yeah, mystery. I, don't I feel bad for them. I feel bad for these girls that, you know, basically they're really just trying to make a living. They're ha- trying to have fun with it. And then they, yeah, get, but these know, people on social media, they're not backing down to them. They're, they're putting their good. stuff up. They're getting shut down and they're and, starting and over putting it right back up again. I like, you it. know, they're, I think it's great. 
Somebody puts one nice post up about me and it triggers her so bad. It, it triggers her to make a post and call my husband a drug addict, say all these nasty things. What is so disgusting? That was the most that was the most disgusting display of what she did and said about your husband who has been in recovery for how many years and oh, you know what? any yeah anyone who knows anything about any of this any recovery or someone who really yeah. really worked hard at this how dare how dare she do this how dare she you know very it's just, very proudly going on eight years that's right and, that's exactly and she right. knew that and to not say that he was in recovery and then when i came back with that and said he's in recovery. She says no one's in recovery. What does that oh, even mean? My, oh, believe me, yeah. we're not embarrassed or ashamed. You know, addiction is nothing not. to be ashamed of. But no. for her to call him out, it was his story to tell. It wasn't her story to tell. Right. And addiction is like an illness that people have. So you're pred- exactly. You're, it's, it's, it, people you don't choose to have that. It is, it's right. genetically programmed in I you. I mean, she called Jen a disheveled drug addict, you know, coming, coming from someone who told me when they were on a girl's trip in Lake George, she took edibles with her mm-hmm. intern or whatever she is. The girl getting the egg sandwiches for everyone. You wow. Know, why is that? Okay. Why? Because why it's her, here? because it's Margaret. Margaret can do anything she wants. Everybody else is little people. Everyone else is is a fake bougie. Everyone else is low level. Everyone else has Wayfair uh, furniture and shit clothes. And everything she does is on an upper scale. But wait a minute. Didn't something happen with the house that she lives in or her businesses? Wasn't she sued? Like, she's not this prima donna, perfect person. No, she, she, I mean, she... She gets herself into trouble. She hires lawyers. She doesn't pay them. I myself got her a lawyer um, through someone I knew who, again, wound up not getting paid. A big thing ensued. It's the same old story with her. And somehow, you know, she's always in these lawsuits, always has legal bills that she can't pay. Right. What? So, I mean, she did... Critic, yes, the because a lot of people came for her when she said Jen was a degenerate drug addict and you like to smoke pot at night. That a lot of people. So I mean, wait, so she was doing edibles on a vacation? Yeah, it, she told me that it was a a filmed girls trip for the show, and her and her intern were or assistant, whatever she calls her, the girl who lives in her garage. Um, that's <laughs> like like her here. Is yes. it Lexi? Like, yeah, yeah. She's cute. She's um, cute girl. Um, so what trip do you remember what trip this was, where they were? Uh, Lake George. Lake George. Oh, very nice, yeah. Margaret. I'm I glad you did edibles, but... Yeah, I remember that trip. I didn't watch the show really that much back then, but yeah, I remember the trip. Yeah. But like I said, what's good for Margaret isn't good for anyone else. Yeah. Really I mean, I remember that not that long ago, I think like at the end of filming, someone had posted also that her husband hosted something that was filmed at the house and he was apparently smoking pot. And this was all after calling Jen a disheveled drug addict. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. And first thing, who does it? Who would call? She's the mother of what? Four or five children. Why would you call her something like that? Like that's a disgrace. Again, a disgrace. 
It's for the same reason she called my husband a drug addict because Correct. she likes to cut deep and yes. she, she knows how to hurt people. But, right. you know, you come for my husband, you come for my family. I'm coming right back at you. And Good I'm not Laura. going away because I Listen. know that I know that that's what she says, that she's no one. She's going to go away. We're going to make her go away. No, it's not going to happen. But it's not going to happen, Margaret. No, no, no. I got no. a lot to say. And you're not making me go anywhere. Never. It's not going to happen. Laura's here to stay. David, you got another question? Because I can't wait to play my game. Well, I was going to say, this leads into your game. I mean, that does beg my question. And I know what your game is, which we could play next, because I would like okay. to know the same answers. But it does beg my question of like, I know where some bodies are buried. So, I mean, look, at I don't have any axe to grind. I mean, if you do tr start to come for me and I see red, Girl, then you better fucking run too, because I'm a lawyer and I will. When I turn my dial and I go into my crazy right. zone, I'm not there. I'm not even anywhere near there. But you know where way more bodies are buried than me. Like, why haven't you revealed? I mean, you know a lot of things, girl. Well, I know. I mean, people say she she, she came for you. She came for your husband. Why? Why are you being so nice to her? I mean, I wasn't necessarily being nice to her. I just was, you know, this whole thing started off as it, it was nothing to do with the show. It wasn't meant to, to get anywhere. It was me meeting with two women on the show, telling them about what she was planning to come after their families with. It, it had nothing to do with Melissa and Joe. Did it come up after? Yes, it came up. You know, and, and one thing led to another and it snowballed. Not by me. I'm not the one who spread the rumor. I didn't go out and, and make this up. Tom told Margaret, she told me. And yes, I did tell Teresa and Jen, but so it was what? in a so room. What? It was in a room where nobody else was. And where it went from there is not really even my concern. But then exactly. when I'm getting a text message calling me a snake for meeting with them and a coward and you answer your phone, I don't have to do anything that you tell me to do. I'm not a coward because I didn't answer my phone. I have balls because I didn't answer my phone. Because that's I'm right. That's you. right. You have no power over me, none whatsoever. I'm not going good for to you, give Laura. Power. So you good know now. You. Good for you. Been, you know, one thing after another. She goes on these podcasts and she says stuff, and she keeps bringing it back to the show that I wanted to get on the show, and I was mm -hmm. just mad, and they didn't want me, and all these made up things. Yes, I wanted to get on the show. It's not a secret. It's not a lie. David, you knew we were we were friends hanging out. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. You call There's nothing wrong advice. with wanting to, yeah. There's nothing you know, wrong with it. Okay. Yeah, like two things get to be true. That's what I say. You could be want to be on the show and like that has nothing to do with anything else. I mean, I'd like to be on the show if someone wants to give me $60,000 that could turn Thank you. Exactly. For me, it's all about the money. Right. It's like, all about the money. And I just want to, I liked, I had fun. I but had fun I, on the show. Your game, Kim, is really what I just, I'll lead into it. It's like the fact that she's digging stuff on Jen, that makes sense. Teresa, that makes sense. Melissa, we know. But like, why and then you could say your game Kim whatever it is but like why are you digging for stuff on Jackie and Dolores aren't those your your friends yeah okay well so here's my game Laura I'm gonna say one of the girls names and you're gonna tell me maybe one or two things that she said about them to you to you 
that would make them let them know the way she really is and what, how she does talk smack behind people's back, just like she talks smack behind your back. And that's why you walked away from her. So why don't we start with one person that I think is really her bestie. Why don't we start with Jackie? She fucks her husband with a t-shirt on. <laughs> I can't. Well, first of all, I think that's sexy. Okay. But I don't think she meant it that way. How did, how do you think, or how, how did Margaret, why would she say that? Just in her usual condescending, knocking her castmates way. That's that's just what she does. You know, she they they think she's so true to them, but she would flat out tell me that she would go to Bravo executives and say, Jackie's weak. She's emotional. She's not cut out to be on this show. I mean, she told me she said it. These people know that it was said. So, you know, Jackie doesn't want to believe it. I I've been told that she's been confronted with it. And she says, no, no, no. She's, she's just making this stuff up. Okay. But I know, now I know that you knew the executives names and you threw them out to Teresa and she said, yes, they are executives names. How would you know the names? How would would you know know the names? Thank you. Jackie, Jackie, how would she know the names and how would, and why would Teresa say, yes, they are execs? Who would tell Laura? Did some little fairy come down and tell her? No, I mean, girls, open up Martin your eyes. started the whole rumor about Jackie and Evan. Yeah, I believe that too. She told me I knew of it long before it was on the show. Wow. How how long before you think you knew? Um, it was probably like two seasons before, before, and mm-hmm. her, you know, telling me that Jackie and her sister had a terrible relationship and she was thinking they might bring the sister on. And because the sister, I think apparently knew this girl at the gym, there was a lot going on. Um, and these are things that she said. Okay, yeah, wait. I believe it. I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got, now I've got Draw two, I've got okay, two now. categories to just, go, you'll go, get to your, go, go. so wait, so Margaret would go to the Bravo executives and say, Jackie's weak and she may not be able to handle being on the show, right? Like that's what you're but she's too emotional. She's not cut out for this. And why? Like in the like, I want her gone because I'm threatened by her. Like, what would the motivation be? I cannot speak for her motivation. She's, you know, in a class all by herself. I, I really don't know her motivation for anything, but I know that she's a big ass kisser. Because, like, if, you know, you're fr- if you're enemies with someone, you say Jennifer Aiden, this, that. But if you're friends with someone, you wouldn't think you'd go to the executives that have the power She's to... She's not friends with anyone. She's friends with herself. Loyal Correct. to one person only, herself. Do you think that Margaret's going to the Bravo executives and being in their ear is part of what got Jackie demoted? I mean, it, you know, all things take time. It just, you know, when you keep saying stuff about someone. And then she had that terrible season. You know, she was an emotional wreck on the show. It, yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe they thought, oh, maybe there is something to, to this. And then, you know, she gets demoted to a friend. And, you know, she told me she thought uh, Jennifer was gonna get fired. She said she told executives that nobody wanted to film with Jennifer. That's, you're trying to get someone fired. 
unbelievable. What about, um, and, I, I, well, I have a question now about the sister. So wait, so right. So she starts this rumor. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother thing now that I'm finding out here. Now. So she starts this rumor about, you know, Evan and the gym and then what, like the sister knew this woman. At the gym? She did not start the rumor. She spread the rumor. Okay. He did that whole thing about hearing it around 10 of fly. She did hear it. Uh, but she did not make it up. Started right, but yeah. she brought it onto the show. Correct. Because if it's said and no one hears it on the TV, it doesn't really matter. Unless it's yeah. on. But so she brought it onto the show, and then what? It's that the Jackie's sister knew this alleged woman, and they were going to bring Jackie's sister on, and then what? Jackie put her foot down and said. I don't want her on my own. No, sister. I don't even know if Jackie uh, knew about any of that or that was just, you know, Margaret fantasizing. But she was saying, you know, I don't know. I think they might bring the sister on. So, oh, my. But I, you know, I don't know much about her relationship with her sister. Or right. Any of that. I'm just repeating what I was told. I mean, going to executives, that's pretty that's yeah. pretty. I don't know. That's like you don't go to producers. You don't go to senior yeah. producers that you go right to the Bravo executives. That's pretty ballsy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. she probably, she probably sent her husband over to, uh, you know, make a table for them or fix their air conditioning. Cause that's what she does. That's how she, you know, promises people's things and make, makes it like she's a really good friend to them. And then, you know, right. she thinks she has an in with them. Unbelievable. Do you um, want just unbelievable. Do you want to continue your list, Kim, of what she said oh, about other oh, people? Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Um, listen, uh, even though Dolores is my dear friend, it's not any of us saying anything bad about her. I would love to know what she says about Dolores. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I'm just going to preface with this because I happen to really, really like Dolores a lot. And I... Yeah. Oh, my God. What does Margaret have on Dolores? Well, Laura is about to tell us, and Kim, love you dearly, but shh, be quiet. Let Laura speak. We gotta hear what this is. Listen, we're just getting started. I mean, isn't Dolores supposed to be Margaret's really good friend? I can't keep on anymore. So we unfortunately have to wait till part two to find out what this big reveal is. Plus, we talk more about this current season. Is it really going to be Melissa's last season? Is it too early to tell? I mean, we haven't even gotten to the actual reunion. The reunion isn't even filmed, so we've got a lot more to go. But we do a deep dive on this season of RHONJ, Laura, part two, coming very, very soon. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.